What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek dose of spook. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and this week I am joined by the entire gang. Uh, Dogbots, what's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? All right. Uh, well, I, 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 I just saw... What happened? Uh-oh. Dogbot. Well, with the music going, I can't hear. I can't hear you. Oh, is it the, so? Okay. Um, yeah, you're on the. You're not on the headset. You're on the the phone. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, I saw chupacabra prints on the uh, mouse. The mouse pad on the laptop. So they were dicking around with something while I was at work. So mm. they're getting smarter. They're adapting, and uh, you know. I'm really, really not looking forward to seeing what the browser history says on the uh, laptop right now. Yeah, that could, you might want to just toss that entire hard drive just to be safe. Also joining us this week, Reinhard von Krieger. What's up, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Um, Really, all I have to say is I don't even want to know what Chupacabras are looking at, but I would imagine probably gets you on a new fly list. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Don't even going on in my life. Don't don't even open the laptop. Just just put it in the garbage. Maybe dust it so there's no prints, and then just toss it. Ah, also in the corner, taking notes. Just burn Jack, it like a Ouija board. Yeah, Jack the intern. What's up, kid? What's up? And thank you, everyone, who's DM me about the Necronormicon. I'm I'm glad y'all like it. Right on. Yeah. It's a nice little segment you got going on there, Jack. Uh, be a shame if somebody made a Telegram channel out of it. Actually, you did. So, huh. ah, Jack has a Necronormicon Telegram channel now. We will shill all of the Telegram stuff at the end of the show. So you're going to have to have, hang out and listen for that. And Morning. The uh, NPI, the National Pasta Initiative. The National Pasta Initiative um, is is a is a joke bit we were talking about before the show. No, uh, we're, you, you guys, you, you don't get to hear the edited parts. Anyways, anyways, the story that you guys didn't get to hear during the paused thing was that, uh, Jack, I finally got to meet our intern in person, Jack. And, uh, he's a great guy. Dude. It was, it was so fun. Yeah. We had a great time. It was, uh, um, if anybody is out there knows what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? It was a great time. Great time was had by all. All right, let's get on with the show. Wow, what a week for uh, fakeness and gayness and gay ops and psyops and all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, we got, dude, we got the Derek Chauvin show trial. Um, that thing is absolutely hilarious. You had the big ham beast EMT or firefighter get told off by the judge. Man, could you imagine? Could you imagine? being in um she called i can't believe she called george floyd small and frail did you guys, did you guys hear that clip? <laughs> she called him small and frail no i've been completely out of touch with anything going on in the Derek chauvin trial there's there's the chat uh that where they post clips and stuff and i just scroll through and watch the little clips it's hilarious somebody put together a montage of chauvin's attorney just lighting up every single uh, witness. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I remember that clip. 
Yeah. It's, um, I mean, but if you, that was fantastic. Uh, but if you, if you watch the normie media and you talk to normies, uh, Siobhan is going straight to the chair. It's all, it's all over with for him, you know, uh, because apparently CNN and, uh, the other news channels aren't really watching the trial. They're just making it up as they go along, which is, you know, to be expected. Aside from that, oh my God, yes. What is his brother's name? I, I don't want to say it without messing up his brother's name. Was it like John Quavius Floyd or Tran Quavius or something? The brother's name? But uh, it was up there. Uh, something like that. Yeah, and he said that his brother George made the best banana mayonnaise sandwiches. That is a quote from the trial. God, this timeline is... This timeline can't just, get away from okay. bananas, dude. It's literally bananas, this timeline. Literally. <laughs> yes. But in the meantime, since this doesn't seem to be working out so well for the prosecution, uh, much like in the SpongeBob cartoon, all reliable, gets pulled out and open it up, boom! Officer-involved shooting of a black man. I think they're calling this Duante's Inferno. Because uh, what's the kid's name? Duante Wilson or something? Wasn't his oh, name? God. That and he has he has priors. Of course, I just noticed. Yep, of course um, he has priors. I mean, he's black. Yeah, he he definitely wasn't a a good boy who didn't do nothing. Oh, they he all are. Priors. Hang he on, Reinhardt. Hang on. They're all good boys who didn't do nothing. Okay, but he had priors. So, so that makes sense for the. Uh, the police officer, what's her name? Kim Potter. Kim Potter to, yes. uh, you know, shoot him with the, the laser tag gun that she did. Yeah. I watched the video. I watched all the angles of the video. I've seen it from all points of view. Number one, I don't know of a news crew or a procedure where they mute the firing of the pistol, you know, so it doesn't, um, alarm or I don't know overpower I don't know what the reason being why they why people are saying that they muted the 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 gun going off when she shot when Potter shot Duante uh I didn't yeah hear... it's it's not like you're like you're sensitive censoring language or anything right um, right right it's not like yeah I mean, I've never seen a gunshot be censored Mm-mm. you when the when the cops shoot you what? usually hear the cops shooting and speaking of did somebody just get shot what happened Shots fired, shots fired. Anybody? I dropped my phone literally as I unmuted to say, wasn't there no muzzle flash in that video as well? No yeah. muzzle flash, no kick, nothing. There was no, no muzzle flash, no brass ejected, no smoke. Uh, the muzzle flash in an enclosed vehicle, there should have been a bright flash. Very, very bright flash. There was none. No brass ejected, uh, no smoke, no kickback. She one-handed. Uh, her arm, her, her wrist didn't kick back at all. Um, I, I mean, I know it's only a nine millimeter and it has very minimal kick, but still it's a female cop. You know, it was nothing. It was like shooting a laser tag gun. Well, she, absolutely nothing happened. She, she didn't shoot anything. And when she pulled back, like she had to say that she shot him. Like there was no shots fired, shots fired. Usually a cop jumps. As soon as a gun goes off, a cop jumps on the horn, shots fired, shots fired, blah, 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 whatever they are, wherever they're at, you know? Uh, I didn't hear any of that. So the narrative that's coming out of this is, well, that's why you don't hire female cops. 
That's so gay. Which isn't incorrect, you know. It's not an no, incorrect but, take, but it's just the wrong take here. Like this, you're talking about a, a non-incident. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think right. anybody got well, shot. It has nothing to do with. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that she's a woman. Ultimately, but I agree. I mean, LOL, women cops. But at the same time, this is so incredibly fake. I mean, it could have been a black cop, could have been a dude, uh, like a white male. Right. Uh, anybody. And it would be just as fake. Um, what I find interesting, so if this is totally fake, which I think we all can be- say that we believe it is, um, the looks on the other two cops' faces, they are like the worst actors ever. It's like somebody actually handed them 20 bucks right before this happened and said, look shocked. Right. Because they did not look convincing at all. Nobody looked convincing at all um, in that. They just looked dumbfounded. Yeah, nobody looked convincing in that video. Uh, she didn't seem all that. Ups- other, she said, "Oh my god, I shot him." It wasn't like you know, but of course that's, you know, that's just a trauma. You know, that's uh, she's in shock. She's a, allegedly a 26 year vet of the force. The pictures that I've seen of her have been of three different women. Yeah, and I mean, you can hear it when she supposedly pulls out the gun. She says, "Taser, taser," and she very clearly is holding a friggin' nine mil. Like, yeah, she's got a Glock. In her I right know hand. the taser has has a handle, has a, a trigger, everything, um, but they're on separate portions of your belt. Like, if you're pulling one, you're gonna know which one you're pulling. I mean, they're two different feelings completely a 26 year veteran of a that's what she force. said yeah Ooh. <laughs> yeah a 26 year vet of a, any police department is going to know which is their sidearm and which is their taser female or not i'm sorry i don't i'm, I'm having a hard time with that that's the old brian meserly uh he shot oscar grant on the bart tracks in oakland and that's what started off the uh original black lives matter movement in california i remember that was like 20 was that 2013, 2014? That was the first that was the first summer of hate. Uh now we got white boy summer. Wow, that was Well, that didn't last long, did it? What, the summer of hate? <laughs> what, white boy summer? No. White no, boy the, summer. The, the, the yeah. white boy summer. Yeah. We didn't even we didn't even make it into May. Yeah, we didn't actually make it into actual summer yet. It's not even white boy spring. Oh, I mean, it, just look at the last name of the the fag who you know, started it all. Oh, Chet Hanks, yeah. The you knew it was going to be a psyop. Well, anybody is is anybody still on the Chet is actually born male train here still? Anybody? Wouldn't be surprised. Know. Yeah. I don't know about that big old Illuminati tattoo on his chest. Yeah, there's a lot of weird yeah. stuff about that guy. Uh, regardless, um. It's going to be an interesting summer for sure because the Siobhan thing is not going to go the way this ain't going to go the way you think it's going to go. Uh, I know people are taking bets on whether or not he gets acquitted. Um, most people that were these are the same people that were taking bets on the on the Trump um, on Trump being president still. They collected on that oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. I made a good bet at work, and I, I feel like I'm going to collect on it. What's that? 
uh, the Texas Rangers are going to lose more than 100 games this year. But that's like a sports ball thing, you know? Yes. But, yeah, we... Yeah, but okay. it's it's a $40 bet, so like I'm feeling good about it. There you go. That's a that's so a are you gonna sizable. Go that's a, that's a decently sizable bet. 20 bucks is usually like my top, but 40 bucks, you're pretty confident. There you go. Uh yeah, I raised the stakes. Oh. Yeah, okay. it was going to be a $20 coworker bet, but I raised the stakes. Are you yep. going to take your winnings and go buy a pair of jorts? <laughs> uh no, but I will get another pair of No Fear uh, Shark Camo uh, cargo pants. I mean, that's a rather nice. And I say, I say another pair because I already have a pair. I, I, well, that's usually what another entails. Like that would that would entail that you had one already, which is don't know if that's frightening or. I just cool. wanted to be clear because. I just wanted to make it clear for the Zoomer because, like, Zoomers think several means seven. And, like, you know, I wasn't sure what they misconstrued another as. No, they don't. Do they really? I don't. I've never heard that in my entire life. Well, you're technically not but, a Zoomer, though, okay. aren't you? How would you know? No, I'm not. You don't, you don't get the Zoomer updates. You're not on the list. I mean, I work, I work with all Zoomers, so... Uh. I think you're an honorary Zoomer. Nope. <laughs> What's the uh, oldest see, when Zoomer? You, when you actually walk into a conversation and you, you actually don't understand what's happening after like 10 full minutes, you still don't get it, then I, I feel like there's there's nothing there. It's a very strange feeling. What is uh, the maximum age for a Zoomer now? 20, uh, 19, right? 1997, so 23 ish. Mm, 23. So okay. we grandfather you in. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you, I'm 26. <laughs> he gets older every like time you say that. Very far away from 23. No, I know, but every time he every time he says it, he gets like another six months older. Last time he was last time he was 25. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, he just sped up his birthdays in like July, but screw it, I'm 26 now. It's my birthday. Well, okay. I got to keep the feds guessing. Right. This is true. This um, is true. One thing I did see of the Chauvin trial, uh, everybody's seen the video of George Floyd dancing with the banana <laughs> in, the, in the store, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think it looks fake. Like when I see a close up of the video, like the way the way he looks in relation to um Whatever like candy stand is behind him, behind and and the counter, and stuff like that. Like there's a there's an almost like two D element to it. Or um, bro, that's just the Johnny, camera do you artifacting. Do you, do you, John, do you remember the arcade game Pit Fighter? Like it was kind of before Street Fighter, but like they tried to make the they tried to make the characters look like look like real like from a film yeah they you used know, uh, 2d like 2d or, or they, photo they, renderings of of yeah like video on a on a, a semi 3d background yeah I, I like that's what it, that's what it reminded me of when, whenever i saw the close-up version of the video it reminded me of pit fighter now that is a really obscure video game reference for oh. uh, our listening audience 
So uh, I apologize. It's not as popular as Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2. But uh, when people, if people look up some of the animation of what some of these characters look like on Pit Fighter, like that's what it reminded me of. Well, yeah. for anybody who wasn't born in your generation, look up Time Crisis, the game you used to play when you were waiting for the movie theater. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. That, and you know what? You're exactly right, because I just uh, passed it today on Twitter again, and yeah, I really wouldn't be shocked. I mean, these people use green screens all the time. I mean, there was just the Joe Biden one with the microphones. Um, so clearly, they aren't very careful when they do use them. Because they don't care, obviously. Oh, um, absolutely not. And if There's the George been... Floyd thing is completely fake, if he never died, who's to say they aren't just using him for this stuff later on? Right. And I, I was very touched by something I heard that George Floyd's brother had said. Did you guys I, hear about this? Was it? I the, think we already brought it up. The banana mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, but like banana mayonnaise sandwiches. Hell man. yeah, dude! You yeah. know. His brother I, made honestly, the best damn banana mayonnaise really, sandwich. I mean, how can you fuck up a banana mayonnaise sandwich? Like banana and mayonnaise sandwich. It's well, right. Like you've already, yeah, you've already gone too far. Right. Like I used oh, yeah. to put, I used to put bananas on peanut butter sandwiches for a little while. Sure. But that got, that got old. I mean, uh, that's but, not that out of the box though. That's not crazy. Banana right, and mayonnaise sandwich is, is like not instead of peanut butter. It's not absolutely crazy. I have heard of this. There was a kid in my eighth, seventh grade class, eighth grade class that that used to bring banana mayonnaise was, sandwiches to school. It was white. It was, was all white. Was school. he from like New Zealand or something? No. Nope. Like was he from Canada? Like this doesn't sound like an American. He was uh, from South Carolina. Like an American. Uh, lunch he was. He was from South really? Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. He was from yeah, a rather need, affluent uh, our listeners from South Carolina to send emails on this. He was a, from a rather affluent section of the area where I lived at the time. And that's what he liked. He liked banana mayonnaise sandwiches. Well, that's like the probably the first time I've heard of it since then is the George George Floyd thing. That's funny to me because I don't know. Like, I always thought this kid was weird for eating it back then. And I guess, I guess Blake's like it too. So maybe that's where, he, maybe he got it from like his maid or something. I don't know. I, I, I always thought that they didn't like mayonnaise. I did too. I thought they used mayonnaise as like the ultimate anti-white It's the, it's the white, like, yeah, it's the anti-white thing. niggas think mayonnaise is spicy. Right. And again, and again, I'm going to say this, like I've said this before, the only reason why blacks think white people don't season their food or anything is because the only time blacks get served by white people is in uh, public schools or in the prison system. So that explains. Wow. The, hmm. Am I wrong? Where else do blacks get served by white people? I mean, that's exactly right. Olive Garden. I, you know what? I don't remember the last time I saw a black person at Olive Garden. I'm not even kidding. I I mean, okay, I'll grant you the occasional black at the Olive Garden, but like on a grand scale, where do blacks get served by whites? Public school. Right. Chuck E. Cheese's and the prison system. Uh Chick-fil-A. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Yeah. This is Yeah. 
Chick-fil-A. I, don't know. I, I just, I'm trying to, I'm finding it really hard to believe that Johnny's ever stepped foot in an Olive Garden, considering his ancestry. Oh, dude. Hey, men's I've, like Olive Garden. I've had to, I do it. The all you can eat, like soup and salad and breadsticks thing when I was broke and my, my roommate worked at Olive Garden. I could get that for like two bucks. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, it was amazing. My wife and I used to live right up the street from an Olive Garden. Yeah, I mean, salad. Dude, I've yeah, I've, I've slummed it up. It's not a horrible salad. You make it sound like I mean, Olive Garden's most of their most of their um, their entrees are egg noodles and ketchup tier Italian food. You know, but that's how you can't. How do you fuck up an Italian salad? There's some <laughs> Kalamata olives, some some you know, come on, guy, some pepperoncinis. Oh, I'm fucking stuck. trash. The salad actually is probably the best thing there. That's a, yeah, the salad is probably the best thing at the Olive Garden. I don't really care for the soup. The pasta visual is just like, eh, mine's better. But like salad and breadsticks, I used to eat that shit all the time. I don't know. So why Anyways. do you think that they decided to uh, do this female cop taser mistake thing this, before it, the verdict? Okay, they, well, they got to have the same area. They right, they got to have something because I don't think they they feel they have a solid grasp on the Chauvin thing. Uh, also, this as yeah. a friend of mine put it, as a friend of mine put it, this scenario puts MAGA hat wearing union electricians versus you know, box wine drinking union teachers. You know what I mean? So you got your pro cop Union guys, MAGA guys, and you're, you know, now you got your female feminine, feminist, you know, women can do the job thing. No. What do you guys think of that take? Pitting men versus mm. women. It's more, it's a divide and conquer on top of it. I mean, sure. Um, yeah, I think that could be part of it, definitely. I think, uh, like you said, Johnny, it's, they... It seems like they feel they don't have a leg to stand on with the Chauvin trial, which is funny because if it's all fake and gay and they control it all, how are they, how have they lost such control? Which uh, we've seen. I know you and I are in the same chat where uh, clips have been posted, mm-hmm. and we've seen they appear to have lost control. Like they're spitting out lies in the media as always, but when you actually see Chauvin's defense, that lawyer's been just lighting them up. Um, so I think that. I think this was a little bit of a desperation move. That's what it looked like to me the first time I saw it. I didn't see a muzzle flash. No, we, there's none. That's a fake shooting. There's no muzzle flash. There's yeah. no brass ejected. There's no. Uh, there's no kickback. There was no sound. And the, for the people that are like, oh, they muted Sir? it. No, they no, they don't mute that. They don't do that. So you remember after the Michael Brown thing, like one of the national, one of the elements of national conversation, and this was uh, in left, you know, uh, quote unquote left leaning propaganda and quote unquote conservative media, was the implementation and usage of the body cam as a means of providing evidence of the cops' behavior one way or the other. So it's not a their word against their word. There's the video evidence, right? So it has never seemed to dawn on anybody that this body camera is just as digital as every other camera that you're that you're using from the, the stupid 
doorbell that you have on the front of your decent house to the the stupid devil mirror that's in your pocket you know there's no there's nothing stopping them from manipulating the footage from a body cam right well know? they can and so, I, right they well, can manipulate any well, video that they want to and i'm not surprised like i wouldn't be surprised if all of this stuff was fake you know the the whole the whole setup that whole setup was was fake the whole the pulling the guy over and the, you know like watching the video like when they pull him out of the car and they start you know putting him in handcuffs right away and it's like the cop that's putting him in handcuffs is like okay get go okay go go do your thing do your thing come on do your thing don't anybody's like don't do it man don't do it don't do it like don't do it don't like, do your thing yeah don't, don't do, do your th- thing yeah right it's like he's giving him the signal and the kid's not doing this you know he's not he's not taking the cue I don't know. The whole that whole thing looked very, very, very scripted and phony to me. And so, so unlike other unlike other things in the past, they didn't completely scrub this kid's social media presence before, uh, like after the ordeal, right? So they left all the pictures online for people to find, like that 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 mutant uh, who lives in Malaysia, uh, Ian Miles. Uh, Oof. Ching Chong or whatever, right? Yes. Uh, like he did a whole he did a whole thread on Twitter showing how how awful and unbased this kid was and how racist he was and how, you know like and it, and all the pictures of him, uh, you know, hold holding money like like Uno cards, you, you know, like flashing Uno cards, you know, like and and and, and the terrible choices of clothes and everything and you know him hold, you know him brandishing firearms and all that stuff. Normally, after this sort of thing, all that stuff, all that stuff is poof gone. Yeah, and they like, normally make did, that disappear. Like if you find out about his name in the news and you don't immediately go to Facebook and take screen grabs, boom, that shit's gone. Well, remember, it wasn't always that way though. Uh, Michael Brown, all the beginning uh, shootings and quote victims of. Uh oh. Uh oh. We lost Reinhardt. That was like a record scratch almost. We got another victim. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, God. He, he got tackled by that albino gorilla again. Again? Jesus. Um, <laughs> but what, I believe what Reinhardt was saying that uh, in the early Black Lives Matter, you know, the summer of hate 2014, uh, the Michael Brown, the Trayvon Martin, the Oscar Grant, um, the Freddie Gray, all of them, you know, they're all of their history was left up for a a good little bit. Like you could find like the bad pictures of Trayvon. You could find the bad pictures of Michael Brown. You could find the bad pictures of Oscar Grant or whatever. Um, And then they started doing the scrubbing. I was wondering how many, what I was wondering how many you were going to rattle off. And I was going to say, say the names, Johnny, say the names. Oh no, those are just the four that I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I, well, we'll get to that in just a second because oh, there's a yeah. whole the say their name <laughs> thing is back, and uh, what we were talking about with the um, was it two weeks ago when we played the clip with John Fashcroft uh, with the Marxists, uh, the Marxist Black Lives Matter uh, negresses doing the satanic chanting, say their the say their name and the hashtag and all that stuff. It's all. Um, you know, using yes. the power yes. and it's stuff. Yes. Part of, it's, it's, uh, it's part of the uh, voodoo ritual. Right. 
Absolutely. Of of, uh, of summoning of summoning the spirits of the dead uh, to to help pow- empower the the motives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- and um, yeah. So I saw the video of them going across what I guess is the Brooklyn Bridge there in uh, Minnesota. I guess it's Brooklyn County Bridge, but uh, they were going across the bridge, the Black Lives Matter, and they're doing the whole say his name, chanting his name, saying his name over and over and over again. That is one of their little rituals that they did, little voodoo rituals that they do, uh, and it's it gives them power. And again, you don't have to believe it. They do. No, you don't have to believe that it gives them power, but they've said in their own words that they do it. So that, yeah, you, know, that's, you that's can't say, Oh, you guys are, you, you stupid conspiracy theorists are just making shit up now. You know, let's just, let's stick to, you know, why they're a really bad color revolution, communist organization. Yeah, it, no, that's part of it. Definitely. But they are implementing black magic in their own words right. in order to fuel the, pa- the, the power grab that they want to have. So, but it's also quite foolish, right? <laughs> because yes, they're is. never they're never going to be the ones in charge. They just uh, they're getting the they're they're getting to feel their oats, but uh, their their controllers are hanging right right around the corner, just waiting to snap the whip. Yes, Brian Hurt, are you back? You okay? Hey, everything all right? Hey, can all you right. guys hear me? Yeah, my mic input just switched earlier in the middle of conversation. I talked for like thirty seconds, probably, and oh. I guess all oh. of that. Went out. We, we thought man, you were I'm getting really attacked. Glad that albino yeah. uh, gorilla didn't get you, man. Yeah, we were. We thought you got attacked <laughs> by the gorilla again. Oof. Ah, man, I was actually on a bit of a roll, and that just went to waste. Oh well, it is what it is. But, but you can pick up where you left off if you want. Yeah, no, you it's one of those that. It's one of those Johnny situations where, like, you do it once and it's great, and then you try to do it again and it just doesn't work. It's fine. I think I. I well, didn't know that was a Johnny situation. Uh, well, we talk about it off the air. Like once we, we 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 always say that we should record all of our conversations because half the time it's content worthy, and then when we try to bring it up on the show again, we've already like sucked all the energy out of the bit. You know, when we do it a second time, it doesn't have that oomph, that feel that it did the first time. You know, when you're when you're excited, yeah, Johnny you're usually has his it. like Alex Jones rant on the phone off the air, and then when he tries to do it again, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it yeah. always sucks. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of the female well, hold on a second thing, hold on a second it doesn't uh, suck Reinhardt that's kind of that's kind of rude yeah <laughs> yeah your your choice of your choice of words you yeah. know it's like yeah I'll blame wait, that on what? the pain medicine wait what? I'll let that one go I... whoa 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 everything just cut out and then I hear rude I'm like wait what <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing you're fine we're dude. just you're fine, bro. Okay, uh, go ahead. Eating, Dog box. We're carry just on. eating paint chips at this point. Yeah, carry on. Um, I, I put this challenge. I, I put this challenge on Twitter, but I'll, I'll put it out here. If somebody can make a really good female cop fail uh, compilation video and set it to the Fugazi song "Great Cop," uh, I will draw you a badass profile picture. All right, but. I, th- I think it, dog it, it'd be two minutes just it'd be two minutes of really oh and and by the way i i got a really good screen grab uh somebody sent me of uh i don't know some woman named Ce- cecilia w u 
And she said, straight after I got my COVID vaccine, we drove past Trump's golf course on a natural high. I found this photo in my phone when I woke up 10 hours later, and it's her giving a finger to a golf course. And somebody named Cece uh, had replied with the rotten eggs in the carton. And so they will they will get a profile picture. Because hmm. Dogwatt is a man it, of his it, word. It just, uh, but the, the fake signaling of these... I, it, there's so much signaling in that one fucking tweet. You know? Like, I got my COVID vaccine, and then we drove past Trump's golf course, and I shot the middle finger. Right. Ooh. You're right. It's like, oh my god, how many things can I check off in one tweet? <laughs> right. And by the way, science is real. Oh, my God. Oh, don't get me started on that. Get, yeah. Oh, speaking of science, speaking of science, before we get started on that, uh, we have COVID. We have COVID news. But you said the science word. And I am going to say the thing that I saw earlier. Uh, Black magic science, dude, got fucking owned. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, he says, the good thing about science is that it's true, whether or not you believe in it. And fucking Stakem of all brands, quote tweets, log off, bro. And somebody says, you must have changed nice. social media personnel. He says, nope, here's Stakem. Stakem's reply. Nope. Science itself isn't, quote, true. It's a constantly refining process used to uncover truth based in material reality, and that process is still full of mistakes. Neil just posts ridiculous sound bites like this for clout, and he has no respect for epistemology. Fucking mic drop. There you go. That's awesome. That is awesome. People are waking up to the fake black magic science guy, and I think that's awesome because he is literally fake. You know, he's a mason, obviously. Uh, he is part of the crew. The the you know he's is he well he's beyond the intellectual dork web, right? Is oh he, man, uh, is he part of that? I, I, don't I think, wouldn't even consider. No, I would consider. You're, you're talking about black science man, part of the intellectual dork web. Yeah, he's not right. He's just like I would consider him. No, I would consider him uh, basic cable famous. Okay, basic cable. You know yeah. I mean? gotcha. Okay. But. Yeah, I'd say basic cable famous, and he's like, I don't know. The only way he became a household name was through a couple of those like PBS tier specials. Were they National Geographic or? I, I thought I he was. Um, I don't think he was National Geographic. I thought that he was just like promoted out of nowhere, basically astroturfed, uh, because he was like the first black, you know, accredited PhD. Astro theoretical astrophysicist, and he was the guy who uh, I guess they astroturfed him with the whole Pluto gay op. Remember, he made Pluto no longer yeah. a planet, and then they found Disney's Pluto the dog on Pluto the planetoid. Yeah, and that's that's I think that's where he got famous. And then it was the whole uh the yeah. mic drop with gravity, you know, uh and then he did the thing about the flat earth. Even though he's the one who said, you know, that stuff is flat cuz he was saying that if you know, if you're only 2 millimeters above this beach ball, that stuff is flat like comparing to like how high up they go with the balloons. So it would be the the uh 
comparable to two millimeters off of a beach ball is as high as they go off the earth. Uh, and it's going to be flat. Well, it's going to be flat no matter how high you go, right? Which, okay. which, which guy has less credibility? Bill Nye or him? Well, they're always... Ooh, they're I would together. say Bill Nye's degree because it's not even a real degree, but... No, Bill Nye's degree Whoa, is, wait, is mechanical he's an engineer, engineer, right? He's a mechanical engineer, yeah. And, uh, and DeGrasse Tyson is... That's a real is, degree. Right, is theoretical astrophysics... Astrophysics, excuse me, not physics. Uh, theoretical astrophysics, which means... It's all hypothetical in theory. No, when I say not a real degree, I mean, I believe his mechanical engineering or whatever degree he has is honorary. Oh, like really? It's an honorary degree, not an earned degree. Jack, if you can look that up, I do remember seeing somewhere about an honorary degree. He may have an extra one that is fake. Um, I'm going off the top of my head right now. Uh, the mechanical engineering one is the only one he has, and I'm pretty sure it's like a bachelor's or some shit. And then everything else that he has for a quote-unquote degree is honorary. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, through the, the theoretical physics one is is also just pretty gay because it literally is just sitting around – um, working through terrible math that is lies, looking through that lens of lies and creating more BS. Okay, so <laughs> let me bring up a third one. The uh, the Asian guy, the Mason Hikaku kind of that, that guy. Yeah, it's Hikaku. that guy. Oh, he's like, well, he's the Japanese. He's the Japanese Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, he's the Japanese theorist. black science man, right? Right. He's, he's yellow. He's science a string man. theorist, I believe. Yes, yes he's yeah. the string theorist. Yes. Um, man, I, what do you think of a string theory guys? Or do you think? I don't know what it is. (laughs) I I don't know Um, what it is. I have no clue. If if you own the book dog, Bot, you can take a look at birthright chapter two. It talks about string theory a bit. Um, right. Gives good explanation. Um, but I, I think the concept is interesting. I think all of the concepts are interesting. Even the idea of big bang, Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of like a, a singularity moment, but they're all completely flawed in their, uh, their intentions and the way that they go about proving quote, proving these things. So I think they're all frauds based on that. Well, yeah, well, they've already, they've already gotten string theory 2.0. It's called quantum chromodynamics. It's not called super string theory. No. <laughs> that would be funny though. <laughs> Disappointing. Silly string theory? Yeah. <laughs> no, but if if it was a woman who came up with it, it'd be tampon string theory. Come on. Bro. Dude. All right. Which which one's the young guy here? I know, right? All right, so it's time for uh let's let's just might as well just do it.
All right. It's been a while since we played that one. Uh, let's talk about all the COVID news that's going on, guys. The Corona Chan. It's just the flu. But now, now you got to get a shot for it. Otherwise, you can't do anything anymore. Oh, but wait. You can't get the shot anymore because Johnson & Johnson is now uh, suspending, right? They're suspending the use of the Johnson & Johnson thing. They're a vaccine because the FDA and the CDC today issued a statement uh, regarding the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. They're recommending a pause in the use of the vaccine out of an abundance of caution. <laughs> How many dead people and in, in injuries did you think they had to have before they, they, they were like, all right, all right, I guess we got we to gotta, we gotta talk about this. Dude, I, 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 man, I don't know, but how many people do you know in real life who've gotten these freaking vaccines? Uh, I would say personally six so far. I mean, I know of people that have gotten them, but like that I've actually physically spoken to that have said, I got the vaccine, six. Guys at work, all, all, all people at work. Some of the smartest people I know have gotten this thing and gotten sick. Mm -hmm. it, it, it absolutely blows my mind. Uh, now, uh, I know a few uh, Hispanic ladies who have been terrified. Uh, the the gaslighting of how uh, lethal this 99.97 survivability, whatever this is, whether it's the right. flu or whatever, they're, they're, they they ran out and got the thing immediately. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, there's there's one lady who's been out for a week and a half after getting the second shot. Not because she's quarantined or something, but because she's ill, like ill, really right. ill, like right. weak, like weak, can't like she can't show up to work weak. Now, you know, the skeptic in me is kind of saying, well, maybe she's just playing this shit up and giving herself a nice little vacation. I don't know. But she ain't getting paid. Right. So, like, I don't I, Maybe maybe the job's not that necessary. But uh, maybe if, she's or maybe she's sick from the vaccine. Let's say. It, yeah, let's say let's say it's genuine. Do you know that's not worth it? Do you know what which what, vaccine she the, got? Did she get the Pfizer, the Moderna, the Johnson and Johnson? You know. Uh, Pfizer than the Johnson and Johnson or something. What? Okay, so yeah. I, I, she I, got I, like, one. Like I, okay, I, I, so and this is from what I, I overhear because I oh, can't okay. talk to I I can't like I can't talk to people at work about this stuff. Okay, like I literally I, I literally uh my my ability to hide my Dragon Ball Z power levels on this sort of thing just becomes non-existent when people start bringing some of this stuff up at work. Mm. And uh, I just sort of have like a no talk about this bullshit at work policy because it, every time these conversations have come up, like I get pretty upset at how stupid people are. Oh, I can't imagine. Uh, one of the guys that I, that I work with that got the vaccine, I used to think he was, you know, he's a smart guy and you know, he's uh I don't know. He's a real healthy kind of guy. He's in good shape. He's healthy. He doesn't smoke, doesn't drink. You know, um, we talk about, you know, I know he voted for, for Trump. Uh, he seemed pretty, I don't know. He just, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily make him smart, but 
I don't know. He just seemed like a really smart guy. And then as soon as he started talking about the vaccine and he said, yeah, my wife and I both got it, you know, and now, you know, things can go back to normal. And that is literally what is going on right now is that people are looking at this goalpost that they keep moving this normal, you know, go back to normal. We can go back to normal. We can go back to the way it was. We can go back to normal. Uh, after, after I don't know what to, year, after I don't know what to tell you people of them saying there's a new normal. That's what I was, well, I was about to get to. Uh, a year of all of this stuff, you know, uh, social distancing and masks and two masks and vaccines now and all of that. And nothing's going back to normal because this is the new normal. And it's never going to go back. This is it. This is it. But anyway, so yeah, so he's telling me, he's like, you know, well, we, you know, we, now that we can go do things, we can, you know, we can do stuff and we can travel. I'm like, I don't, I didn't get the vaccine. I'm still traveling, you know, and you get the vaccine. You can, I was like, you do know you can still get COVID, right? He's like, well, yeah, but now I have like a 95% chance of surviving. I'm like, you had a 99% chance of surviving without the vaccine. He's like, well, well now just combined with that, there's no way. I'm like, dude, that logic, like, I thought you were smart. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. You have to get it every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the thing is the update. Yes, you have to get the update. Because yeah, it's because, because it's, it's Microsoft. Be endemic, not it's, well, it's because yeah. it's Microsoft, that's why. Because you always <laughs> well, have to get it upgrade. They've made it and they've made it very easy to get it every single year. Now that they've made the mRNA, uh, it's able to be upgraded like you're freaking patching a piece of software. Yeah. What was that what was that Microsoft update? in the mid aughts that was really really terrible the the windows like was that vista windows, windows vista, vista was terrible windows 7 wasn't good either that was the worst thing. no windows no, no. that was that's xp xp or die no xp was good yeah, xp, XP the best. was fine no that's what i'm saying xp is the best yes of all the uh, windows xp was the best yeah. so did you see did you see the screenshot i sent you guys of uh this very, very Jewy Mark Goldstein. And uh, this has gotten over 118,000 retweets. Yeah, that uh, is... With over 5,000 replies. That is and awful. It's a photo for people... It's a photo for people who can't see. It's a photo of a hand of a patient, right? Mm. And, and encompassing the hand is our two latex gloves that have been tied together at the fingers... Right, and they, it looks like they're filled with something. Well, what Mr. Goldstein says in the tweet is a heartbreaking sign of the times in isolation wards where patients die alone, craving the touch of their loved ones. Nurses fill gloves with warm water to simulate that comfort. They call it the hand of God. And then it's the most the f- asinine. That's terrible. The, what's worse is the reply. Ugh. The reply is the worst. Like, I can see this is a Jew kvetching, like, whatever. It's just so fucking... They call it the hand of God. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, you you atheist Jew who actually don't believe in God, shut up. Just shut up, Shlomo. Uh, and then you have... The, the, but the reply is what gets me. This is heart-wrenching. Anti-maskers, do you see this? So we go right... right. They have to bring in the anti-maskers and blame them. Right. Straw man, right away. Boom. (laughs) 
the well, bullshit. and it doesn't matter too. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Once again, because they're screaming it so loudly that everyone sees that anti-masker, 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 and it plants in everybody's mind whether they want to believe it or not that anti-maskers are the reason that everything is still going on, that mm. uh, COVID cases are rising, all of it, even though it may not be true, isn't true. Yeah, I don't. It's not true. It's absolutely not true. And this—that's just gay. Like that whole—that whole thing, the fact that that was even a thing, and that that was the the top reply. Because of course it's the top reply. Oh man! All right, what other COVID stuff do we have? So the thing with the FDA, by the way. Um, so they've released six points. What is it? Six point eight million. Where is it? US FDA. There it is. 6.8 plus, excuse me, 6.8 million plus doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine have been administered in the United States already. Uh, and it's six cases of this really weird, rare and severe type of blood clots are happening uh, in women. And of course, the top tweet is six women out of 6.8 million people. Relax. It's probably not even due to the vaccine. Yeah, I'm going to go along with the, a line where uh, if one person dies because, because of the vaccine, that's too many people that have died because of the vaccine. Right. <sighs> and we also have, do we, do we want to talk about the, uh, the once again thing that we called way back when? Which, which one? Which which one? There's so many things uh, that we the called development of the U.S. military. Oh yeah, pre-COVID COVID trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I don't I don't even know how to go about saying I told you so with that one. Um, yeah, Pentagon scientists have unveiled a microchip implant which can detect a COVID infection. The chip, which is equipped with a small antenna, is meant to act like a check engine light, catching asymptomatic cases of the disease. So this is how they can catch the asymptomatic stuff. Get it? We're just going to keep... your blood at any time. Right. We're just going to keep implanting you with these nanotechnology things just to see what the fuck they could do. You know? I mean, you've already got... God knows what kind of nanoparticles in you from the vaccine. Now they want the military wants to do this. I mean, who the hell knows how long they've been implanting nano stuff into people, anyways, and what it even does. You know, if it if yeah, it like, is recombinant or anything. What was that? Who knows if the pubeworms have been in the the disposable masks the whole time? Yeah. Right. They probably have been. I would I would bet that they probably have been, um, maybe not on such a massive scale or on such a noticeable scale, but I don't know. I could see both. Um, but no, they've been doing this this whole time. We talked about you know the new normal, the new normal, focusing on all of that, focusing on just I want to go to my bar again. I want to see my friends again. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to do this again. And they're able to push all of this stuff under the radar. Not even really under the radar. They put it in the news. Oh, it's right in your face. Cares. Everything they're doing is right in your face. All this stuff with the nanotechnology and the, the, the mRNA stuff and the changing of your DNA, because this stuff does change your DNA. 
I don't care what anybody says. Yes. It causes your the RNA causes your DNA to replicate itself differently or whatever. I don't know exactly, but it's bad and it changes your DNA. And you well, are basically change. No, you are. These, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were in the middle of something. I'm sorry. You you cut out there. I thought you were done. Oh no, you're you're fine. I was just saying that how once your once the RNA starts telling your DNA what to do. It's definitely changing your DNA. You know, this and the mRNA vaccine can get updated like a computer program. So this is part of the transhumanist agenda already. And 6.8 million. Well, no, that's Johnson and Johnson. I don't know how many people. Jack, how many million people have taken the mRNA vaccine so far? Look that up. But yeah, okay, go ahead, Reinhardt. This is transhumanism is what I'm saying. Well, I was going to say, uh, the way that the, that the virus works or that the, uh, antidote, not the, oh my God, I can't talk vaccine works uh, when it uses the live virus is it basically antidote. tricks, it tricks your body into replicating that live virus, uh, basically takes, uses your cells regeneration against itself. Um, so it's not only rewriting your DNA or at least has access to rewriting your DNA. It has access to how your cells regenerate and what they regenerate as the contents of those regenerated cells, which is just insane to me that somebody would actually voluntarily do that. Well, millions of people have so far, you know, because they just want to go, they just want to go, you know, right. One night stands again. They want to go back to the bar. They want to go back to, you know, going out and going to concerts and doing things and going to, I think most of it has got to do with partying. I think the big bitch about this whole thing is that we can't party. It has to do with doing degenerate stuff. Yeah. Can't do Mahedonism anymore. (laughs) Which I don't know about you guys, but maybe it's because I've been on the the paranormies train of no, you can't enjoy anything uh, because it's all Jews and it's all hedonism. But you know, I don't care about any of that. That's that's not why I want it to be over. Right. <laughs> and well, that's I'm, not why we want it to be done with. I'm still good. Uh, I'm just dude. That that. Re- no, go ahead, talk about. That that fucking that fucking reminds me. You know, like we've been we've been. So we've been calling this thing like it fucking is for what a year now. It's been a year now. It has I mean, been. it yes. feels like a really long fucking year. But you know, we got motherfuckers who LARP like they're in some fucking nineteen fifties fucking advertisement. Yeah, you know, like they're like like they're the dad from fucking Leave It to Beaver or some shit. And uh, you know, with with really. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of motherfucking people who've been really stupid and wrong about this whole thing. Just go along to get along. Go along to get along. This thing's really dangerous. Right. You know, oh my gosh, you know, like uh, like wear like, your mask. Uh, I I need I need to sanitize I need to sanitize my clothes every time I go I I come from outside, you know, like uh, I've heard I've heard some of the most batshit stupid fucking shit. Right, you know, but these, that's, and and but everybody's these are the kind of people around, I imagine though, are are wearing masks in their goddamn cars. Right, but our guys, but at least our guys, you know, our our guys, they were scared from the beginning. You know, they didn't want to, they didn't, they didn't want to look stupid, so they went along with the narrative all the way up until about yeah. a month ago, 
Um, you know, no, I heard I heard some of them even saying, "Oh, Doctor Fauci's on, you know, right on the money." It's like, wait a second, you know, we're doing we're doing deep dives into Jewish subversion, and you're going to listen to that guy. Wait, are you yeah. serious? There's you actually heard one of our guys say that? Yeah, there was a lot of bad calls on COVID, guys. There's like nobody, pretty much nobody got it right, but the paranormies uh, and a few at uh, Skull, obviously. Uh, there was also uh, there's a couple of people on Telegram. I mean, well, of course, Anglin got it right, but then again, you know, he's all over the map with a lot of stuff. So, but he did nail he did nail COVID, and so did we. Yeah, I, I'd but, like to see the fucking numbers of people who have taken their lives or gone back out, uh, like and and gone deep into substance abuse because they've lost their fucking jobs and their businesses over this shit. Oh, I'm sure uh, that is ridiculous. That. Yeah, I guarantee those numbers are a lot worse than uh, the the same number of people that die from the flu every year. Right. No, no but, I think uh, no, exactly but right. no, definitely. Let's let's put let's put the fucking masks on. And you know, I, I don't want anybody yelling at me at the grocery store. You, know? I mean, you don't want to cause a rift with your family or your friends. Oh right? no, just no, be respectful. No. Oh, yeah, I'm being respectful. I put my fucking muzzle on. Wear your muzzle in your car alone with gloves on. <laughs> Dude, I oh, saw... Uh, Wearing on, on the couch listening to my podcast. I saw... Listening uh, to NPR. All right, all right, all right, all right. I just saw on the way here today um, that I was still in uh, worst state on my way out of worst state. Uh, I passed at least 12 cars with people wearing masks. While driving at 75 miles an hour. Like. No, I saw, a la- I saw a lady walking her dog in the middle of a beautiful park uh, with nobody within 100 feet wearing the mask. Oh, yeah. I don't I understand. Yeah. It's, it's. I see people walking their dogs. I guess uh, a couple days ago, there's. We're, 72 we're saying, degrees. Yeah. 70 Se- degrees out. Yeah. 72 degrees and sunny. Walking the dog, nobody in sight, wearing a mask. Just, it makes no sense to me. But, but these people are, they're brainwashed, man. They're, you know, they, the screen tells them what to do and they do it. And, you know, Dr. Fauci and the CDC said this. And so we're going to go by what the CDC says. And, you know, even though the CDC changes it up pretty much weekly. Right. Well, now Fauci is saying, I just saw last night, uh, anybody who's vaccinated should still not eat indoors or gather, uh, gather with anybody who uh, hasn't been. Basically, you yeah. still shouldn't do anything. Well, so that's the thing, man. They're admitting that the vaccine doesn't do a damn thing. Well, that's they've pretty much admitted that already. Yeah, the vaccine doesn't do anything because one, even if you get the vaccine, you can still get it. You can still get COVID even if you got the vaccine. This, that's absolutely retarded. I don't understand it. I got vaccinated for you scarlet fever. Carrier. Right. I, I got vaccinated for scarlet fever, so I didn't get scarlet fever. That was the whole point of getting the vaccine. I got vaccinated for typhoid or whatever it was when I was a kid. So I didn't get typhoid. I got vaccinated for, you know, the MMR shot or whatever, the measles shot. I don't think they had MMR shots when I was a kid. But I got the measles shot, so I didn't get the measles. That's the point of the vaccine. Now you get the vaccine. And you're not even immune to the thing you're getting vaccinated for. That makes absolutely no sense. 
And I tell people that just sounds like they're absolutely laughing at us. When, well, it really like, does. You're, when they tell us now, you're not even immune. Well, it really does. And the other thing that I like to tell people when they talk about the vaccine, why? What do you mean you're not going to get the vaccine? I'm like, well, I'm not stupid. And I'm not going to let my family get it. I was like, and here's why. Here's two reasons. And I think we've, we we might have brought this up before. But reason number one, it's a highly experimental vaccine. They have absolutely no idea what it does. Uh, they are using humans as guinea pigs to test it. That scares the shit out of me. Fuck you. I'm not taking it. Right. That's option A. Now, option B, they've had the vaccine for quite some time. They've uh, already tested it. They know exactly what it does. And they're giving it to you anyways. Well, that scares the shit out of me. Get the fuck out of here with your vaccine. So either way, no. Yeah. Either way, hell no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I think all of us here can agree on that. I mean, at least at least talking to people like family and friends who kind of are, who aren't paranormies, who aren't quote woke on these things, those are good enough reasons to give to normal people. Right. They should I, be at least, right? I think those are two solid two solid takes on whether it's experimental or they've actually had it for a long time. You know? Yeah, I want to go back uh, a little bit to the psyop of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Okay, I saw a tweet today that just blew my mind because the self-flagellation of certain white people just never ceases to fail me. Uh, this woman on Twitter named Nancy Bennett, her tweet says, I'm preparing myself not to call police if I'm in a car accident or any altercate altercation when the other party is a person of color. It's just too risky for them. One of the replies is a black person saying, thank you for understanding. You're breaking the law then. Have fun. <laughs> but, uh, like, I... I don't what? get that. I don't, I don't get they that level. Your... I don't get that level of cuckery. I really don't. Like I thought, we're supposed like, to treat like everyone as equals, right? Well, that's, it's like I've been that's... seeing the constant, uh, like putting the blood over the door frame for the blacks. You know, it's just that over and over. But it doesn't help you. It's not going to save you. <laughs> oh, the the did you see the the picture I sent you guys? Uh, the the sign uh, the sign that says uh, we support Black Lives Matter. Da 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 da. And every single window was busted out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Except, Again, it doesn't yeah. save you. <laughs> like, yeah. The all the groveling, no, all the bowing, all the cucking, all the everything. None of that will save you. Uh, you cannot atone hard enough. You can't donate enough well, that money. Sigil wasn't wasn't Jewish enough. So. Right. Right. Oh my God. Oh man. Uh, we're coming up on the break. And. Uh, yeah, we're at, we're at an hour right now. Uh, what did you pick, Dogbot? You had a Fugazi song? Can we even do that? <laughs> yeah, Was give that me joke? the shot. Give me the cure. <laughs> okay, give me the cure by Fugazi. All right, I guess we'll do Fugazi this week. I don't know. Ryan, we did metal last week, didn't we? I was just... I was listening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was listening to it at work this week, and I was like, wow, this, this is a... <laughs> you know, I knew we'd be talking about getting the shot, you know, so. All right, let's do some Fugazi. I just thought it'd be so fitting. We'll be fire up some Fugazi. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. 
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies Presents the Nationalist Inquirer uh, with Reinhardt, Dogbot Jack. I'm Johnny Monoxide. We were talking about COVID at the end of the last hour. Uh, we forgot one story. Um, I don't know how we forgot this. Jeez. This is uh, this is kind of kind of scary. Speaking of the uh, the Pfizer and the Moderna mRNA COVID vaccines, we were talking about them. Uh, the shocking study reveals that these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines may progressively degenerate your brain from prion disease. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So they're going to turn you into zombies with the vaccine. Just make us vegetables. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is this this is like sci-fi apocalyptic zombie crap, just all smashed together in one gigantic Jewish psyop simulation. Oh, dude, this <laughs> real Resident <laughs> Evil hours. Who up? Oh, God. Speaking, speaking of, of Res- speaking of Resident Evil, yes, Resident Evil. Um, where is it? Yes, check this out. You just want me to just go ahead and play it. It's like a two-minute clip. Evil. Yeah. This, you know. Yeah. Revel- yeah. Re- play the clip. Revelation of the evil method. I don't know. It's not. Right. Yeah. It's revelation of the revelation method. Revelation of the evil. Just cut it there. Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, uh, the reason the reason why I wanted to play this clip is because after I, after, uh, you know, after seeing the way people have been reacting to having to get this vaccine and how compliant everybody's been with the freaking masks and everything. I thought about the uh, CEO of the Umbrella Corporation making his pitch to the to the board of directors or whatever about uh, you know a planned apocalypse right, where right. just well, the well, special let, people get to survive. Let's let the yeah. Let's let the guy tell us. This is yeah. You know, spoilers. Spoilers. All right. After the T-Virus was released, a secret file was uploaded to my data stream. It was a recording of a meeting of the Umbrella High Command, dated 17 months before the viral outbreak occurred. We are here today not just to talk about the future of this company. We're here to talk about its destiny. We're here to talk about the end of the world. We stand on the brink of Armageddon, diseases for which we have no cure. Fundamentalist states who call for our destruction, nuclear powers over which we have no control. And even if we navigate these dangerous waters, we face other, even more inevitable threats. Global warming will melt the polarized gaps within 80 years, flooding 90% of all habitable areas on Earth. Unchecked population growth will overtake food production in less than 50 years, leading to famine and war. This is not conjecture. This is fact. One way or another, our world is coming to an end. And the question is, will we end with it? What do you propose? I propose that we end the world. But on our terms. An orchestrated apocalypse. One that will cleanse the earth of its population but leave its infrastructure and resources intact. It's been done once before, with great success. The chosen few will ride out the storm, not in an ark as in the book of Genesis, but in safety, underground. 
And when it's over, we will emerge onto a cleansed earth, one that we can then reboot in our image. And just how do you intend to achieve this? The means of our salvation are already at hand. I give to you the T-Virus. Here, at least a deliberately. When this recording was uploaded to my data... Whoops, my mic was muted there. All right. They released it Oof. deliberately. Uh, everything about that was pretty much predictive programming right there. Uh, revelation of the method. You know, the old T-virus. That's your, your COVID-19. Probably. Right? No? Probably the thing I disagree with there is that uh, I don't think that they're actually trying to go for, like, a world-ending reset this time with with this pandemic and whatever else they're adding into it. Right. But did you notice there's something more? Did you notice that I was think like, they realize so, an end of sorts. Did you, uh, did you notice the reset terminology in there when they talked about getting rid of all the people and keeping the infrastructure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what they did. That's what they do. They, you know, they, they, and then they reutilize, reutilize. Yeah. This stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a movie, you know, but but yeah, that stuff's really going on. That's what's really happening. It's like we did um, when we did our bioweapon episode a while back with Fash, uh, Astro, excuse me. Uh, and uh, we played that clip from The Walking Dead from the, the, the director of the CDC. You know, who was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weaponized Ebola, you know, very nasty things. Stuff you don't want to get out. Yep. Well, uh, I don't think that the COVID thing, I mean, we've already gone over this. The COVID thing isn't real enough, you know, isn't deadly enough for it to have been, even if it is a real thing, even if they did release some sort of weird strain of the flu, it's still just the flu. Yeah. All right. So they have to add something. How are the they vaccine. Get it to everybody? Vaccine. The, the vaccine. Exactly. Yep. And they're going to get it to everybody through the vaccine by making everybody so desperate to have their degenerate, crappy lives back that they're just going to line up and literally cry on their knees for it. Mm -hmm. And we people are. many of them to stay put in their houses in the dark, uh, not getting sunlight, uh, eating the garbage that is sent to their front doors by Uber Eats. You oh, know, God. The, yeah, I know. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, so, uh, I mean, it's not like people started making incredibly uh, like everybody, everybody I know that was uh, air quotes, you know, following along with the lockdowns or the the quarantines. They, they gained like 40 fucking pounds, you know, because they kept ordering shit from, you know, DoorDash and Uber Eats or whatever from from restaurants or, or whatever. You know, they, it's not like it's not like everybody. It's not like uh, people picked up gardening <laughs> well, yeah. some people did. Some well, people all did. these services too are more than happy to tailor their commercial, their commercials constantly to people like that. Yeah, they even dragged out Dana Carvey and Mike Myers to reprise their role as Wayne and Garth uh, what? for Uber Eats. And did and, they really? And like they're saying, they're saying, yeah, we we eat local. We eat Uber Eats, and it's we're with Cardi B. We're supporting local businesses. <laughs> 
I did it's not know so that. Gay. I didn't know they dragged those yeah. two out of there. One foot. In the well, they got to be in their like what, like mid to late fifties, mm. right? Probably early sixties. Playing Wayne and Garth. Yeah, <laughs> sixty. Well, they were in their forties. You know, they were in their forties when they did that. So they got to be in their sixties now. Jack, look up how old Dana Carvey and Mike Myers are, please. Yes, please do that. God, I can't believe they dragged those two out of, like I said, uh, one foot in the grave. No, they're not that old, but. um, You guys want to talk about some other news that's not COVID? Let's, t- let's stop talking about COVID. No, that's, I'm tired of it. Sure. Tired, tired, tired of COVID also. Sandy Hook was in the news. Not in the news, really. But um, no, I I got a promoted ad the other day. Yeah, I saw that the the Sandy Hook promise, the petition, sign the petition from uh, Mark. After my sweet little Daniel was murdered, I spent months calling for action to save lives like his. Now I need you to join me and sign our petition, demanding more action to prevent school shootings like the one at Sandy Hook Elementary. Um, you know, honestly, in the history of quote ever. I think that's the only time an elementary school was ever even like, let's just say, let's, all right, I'm going to say it happened, right? Just for the sake of argument. That's the only time anybody's ever shot up an elementary school, right? If the, if we're saying it happened, but that's the only elementary school, right? Everything else has always been like a high school. Uh, not yet. Yeah. One, one where the purported target is the elementary school. Not that there was a gang shootout in the vicinity of an elementary. Right. School. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's be extremely clear. Yes. Where the perpetrator <laughs> was targeting the students of the school. That's the only elementary school shooting. Okay. Now. I say whatever action has already happened has prevented more of these shootings because there hasn't been another one. Am I wrong? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. There, there have been, it's not like these shootings directed at schools are an epidemic. It's typically gang violence. Yes. School shootings, shootings at schools are usually niggers with guns. <laughs> it's oh, not. I should mention that. It, it's yeah. Well, right. Speaking of the school shootings. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let's we'll get to that. Yeah, but uh, go ahead, dog. About- well, it, if anything, you know, typically I just immediately block these promoted ads. But I, it, you know, it was uh, interesting to go into the replies and see uh, the boomer con moms and grandmoms saying, uh, "Arm the teachers! Arm the teachers! Arm the teachers!" <laughs> Arm the yeah, teachers like, and staff. Like, yeah, I see a lot of that. Because uh, that's uh, that's one of those that's one of those blue team versus red team things uh, that started up after Sandy Hook was, uh, you know, these, you know, <laughs> these teachers that obviously have no interest whatsoever in going to the range or even owning a firearm. Their only interest is arming indoctrination propaganda to brainwash your children with. Uh, yes, you should. Uh, we should definitely give these uh, teachers guns. These thirty-something wine aunts, unmarried gay men. Um, yeah, 
don't liberals, forget the gay men yeah, typically gay men or super feminist super feminist right uh, man. yeah yeah go ahead oh here's a good reply from america's new revolution Sandy Hook was staged, so stop the propaganda. It was all crisis actors to justify getting rid of firearms. Hashtag not falling for it. Nice. High five there, America's New Revolution. Based. Oh, here's another one. Cheryl Smith-Bell. Quit using false flag fake drama drill for fundraising with your lies. Whoa. If you think more gun control is the answer, you live in a fantasy world. The problem is a mental issue. All right, stop glorifying these idiots. All right, stop. 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 Full stop. How many of these people have Patriot in their Twitter handle? John Q. Public. It's a skull with the flag on it. What type of actions are you demanding? Does any of it infringe on my rights? (laughs) I swear to God. A lot of what kind of action are you talking about? Not infringe on my rights. Right. Psyop. <laughs> two two replies that say psyop. Yeah. Well, I, one says, "What? Where is the full petition state and ask for it? It only leads me to page to enter my information." Right. Let me so give you like, my docs, basically. Yeah. <laughs> all these replies are from june like of last year oh, so like the okay. promoted tweet like pops up out of nowhere yeah that did was you a, mention like an algorithm thing then well did you mention anything about maybe sandy hook or crisis actors or any of that maybe i don't know anywhere don't in know the vicinity Victor of your says can anybody explain to me why emily parker's father was broad smiling a moment before he delivered a speech about his daughter's death Damn! Never let Robbie Parker's name go out, like, go yeah. out of the news. Never. A- Never Emily, stop mentioning that bastard. Emily Parker's father. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really doing that? Well, that's, I mean, that's what he, uh, I mean, that's that's what the tweet said. But yeah, Robbie Parker. Oh, Smiling Robbie. Giggling Robbie. That guy just, yeah. All right, well, speaking of school shootings... just loves life, you know. Right. (laughs) Speaking of school shootings that are usually niggers with guns, uh, one just happened in Knoxville, right? There's another fake and gay shooting there. One student dead, officer wounded, perp is a black male. What a surprise. Yes, Um, officer is an old white male. Yeah, so that'll get buried. So you got the suspect... The suspect is in, or no, the suspect is dead? Or no, one person is dead. I'm sorry. No, one, he's, in cu- he's in custody. Okay. So he went into the school and shot another student. But there are multiple gunshot victims, including an officer. And of course, of course, of course, of course, as with every, almost every black shooting, it was on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. <laughs> Dude, I was dying when I texted you last night about that. Well, and yeah, and uh, uh, Mike Enoch posted a tweet that he got from somebody, some information from some other guy, but uh, somebody put together, compiled a list of shootings done on or about Martin Luther King Jr., uh, either Avenue or Boulevard, and it was like a ridiculously high number. And it's like, what a surprise, you know. 
The two places you don't want to be are on Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Boulevard or Cesar Chavez Boulevard. And where you definitely don't want to be is where those two, those two streets intersect. Oh, God. We, all, we have a Malcolm X Boulevard here. Oh, God. Yeah, Do any uh, Jews live on that one? I'm not sure, but like it used to be Industrial Boulevard, and that was a really cool name. And mm-hmm. then when they changed it to Malcolm X, I was pretty bummed out. I was like, that's that's really gay. Couldn't they have picked a different street to change the name? But anyway, I don't know, man. Like, uh, Mal- Malcolm X has uh, said some, yeah, he's he said some pretty base stuff about the people that own all the businesses in Brooklyn. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, he was a Muslim separatist. Yeah. And he, he wanted segregation. Yeah. But his, uh, his uh, belief in Yakub. Now that's a that's something we'll get into at that's a for, different time. That's for a whole other episode, man. We're gonna do a Yakub episode, and I don't think we're gonna wait for Black History we Month need, to do it either. We, so we need a Black Heave on the show sometime. Oh my God! So guy at work asked me, black dude that sits across. I was from me gonna at lunch. say we had cash. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> but uh, the guy that sits across from me at work asked me if I had ever heard of the Black Hebrew Israelites. And I was like, uh-oh. And I started laughing. I was like, yeah, I've heard of him. And so we started talking about him. And he, start, he shows me the video of uh, the black Hebrew Israelite berating the little uh, Ashkenazi Jew and making him cry. Yeah. Yeah. That's I so funny. That. And so I pulled up. I was like, well, you remember this one, right? And I pulled up the one where the black Hebrew Israelites were helping, uh, you know, chief pounding drum. There in front of a Covington Catholic kid's face, with that when the uh, the Black Hebrew Israelites were antagonizing everybody, and you know that's the same guy. Oh right? yeah, you know that's the same. That's like the same. I, I swear to God, it's the same. It's the same Black Hebrew Israelite guy, the big fat one, with the big. Man, that guy gets around. Wow, that does some work. I mean, well, when you're when you, look when yeah, you're you part spread when, the word, man. Right. Well, when you're part of a, of an alphabet agency's uh, gay op. You know, you, you, you tend to get around. There's several different gay ops. That's true. You yeah. got your black card there. Right. No, I just thought that was funny that uh, this guy was uh, this my buddy, uh, Stelio Contos there. Uh, he he asked me if I knew about the, the BHIs. And I was like, yeah, and I know about those those guys. We They're hilarious. These. We got this one group here in North Texas that will go into downtown Dallas, and they wear... Uh, black and purple robes that yeah. have onks and they have megaphones and are yelling at yelling at white people. Well, they're yelling at everybody. You know, like I don't even know like what group that is. Those are I don't also think black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, they, they are. They're a different sect of of the black Hebrew Israelites, I believe. I oh. saw I saw a video of them too. Yeah, when the whole thing started, they might be to do with something with Prince Hall Masons too. I'm not 100. percent I would have to look. But uh, I think it was last year when the COVID thing um, first started up, there was a big to-do with them, I want to say, in Atlanta. But they have something to do with the South, too. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it, and I'll for sure let you know exactly what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's either something to do with Masons, but also black Hebrew Israelites. Well, the yeah, the, if they've got the onk on their robes... Um, then they've also got that kind of like black Egyptian, uh, yeah. black esoteric 
kind of thing going. Um, so maybe I wouldn't call them black Hebrew Israelites necessarily, but, but was definitely it an like onk, though? black I supremacists, mean, like such and such was black. Yeah. I have to look that up. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember seeing a video with like, it was like a hundred or, or more of them. They're all wearing basically the same outfit. That purple gold. But anyways, back to the school shooting. The, uh, that Jew Eric Andre skit, the black Scientologists. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to look it up. It's act. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, it's basically making fun of the black Hebes. Interesting. I'll have to look that one up. All right. Huh. So back to the school shooting. So oh, no, I, I would. Yes. Oh, I'm Bird sorry. Interrupted dog bot. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say bird up legalized ranch. <laughs> Okay. Um, Sorry. It's all right. So back to the back to Knoxville, Tennessee. So this was a magnet school. So the magnet schools are obviously um, those are charter schools, aren't they? Or is a magnet school like a special school? Isn't a magnet school a no. special school? No. Mag- magnet school. I went to one for a few years. It's basically it's still a public school, but they are an advanced school with some kind of focus, whether it's math or science or okay. liberal arts. Okay, so yeah, the or magnet program is yeah, the, <laughs> the magnet. I remember. The, okay, so the magnet program is like the gifted thing. That's right. Okay, yeah, um, pretty much. You have to so, do a lottery and all that crap to get in. Right. So this was the smart kid school that some black kid came in and shot up. All right. Do we think this one is real? I mean, it's a black teen in a school. No. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way, whether they totally faked it or it just happened to be a super, super good timing for them. Either way, they're using it as kind of a caboose uh, for the Minneapolis stuff. Just more things that distract from Chauvin. Yeah, it's all distraction tactics to, to take away from the fact that they're not doing so well in court there. Right. Which is like we said earlier, if they control everything, how are they not doing soil there? They should they should have a lock on that. But they don't. They don't. Weird. Um what else we got? We've got UFOs. Dude, did you guys know that not only were people's waistlines surging during the pandemic, but UFO reports have also surged? Now, is this all across the country or one specific area? Uh, well, according to, well, this is the New York Times. So, obviously, you know, this is uh, New Yorkers ah. have reported nearly twice as many sightings last year. Oh, my goodness. So, the woman's now, name. Flying pyramids like the U.S. Navy saw? No, these are, um, okay. So, in the years of. In the years since she says extraterrestrial beings took her from her suburban yard outside of Rochester, New York, Virginia Stringfellow, good Lord, has kept her story mostly within a close-knit community of people who say they have also encountered UFOs. But over the past year, that pool has grown. Each of her monthly local-only UFO meetup meetups average about five new people who believe they have seen a mysterious object in the sky, not including about 50 out-of-towners who have tried to join. I have to turn away people, she says. 
Sightings of unidentified objects in 2020 nearly doubled in New York from the previous year to about 300, according to data compiled by the National UFO Reporting Center. They rose to approximately 7,200 uh, nationally, which is about 1,000 more than, than normal. Um, according to ufologists, ufologists, see... I always call them ufologists, Uf- ufologists. I don't know. Does they, I don't always call them anything. I don't think I've ever said that word. But ufologists. It's just ufology. It's pronounced ufologist. But a ufologist is somebody who studies youths, right? Like, would that be the, like the black teens, the youths? <laughs> All right. Uh, the trend is not necessarily the result of an alien invasion. Rather, it was likely caused in part by another invader. The coronavirus. Wow. So because of Corona change. I'm surprised it didn't say racism. Good point. Good point, Reinhardt. Um, yes, pushed to stay home by lockdown restrictions, many found themselves with more time to look up. In New York, droves of urbanites fleeing the virus took up residence in places like the Catskills and the Adirondacks, where the skies are largely free from light pollution. About a quarter of the reports nationally came in March and April of last year when the lockdowns were at their most strict. Glimmers wobbling across the sky have gone viral on TikTok, racking up millions and millions of views. In addition, oh wait, longtime UFO enthusiasts say the pandemic clearly has more people scanning the night skies. But there's another reason that the public might be newly receptive to the idea that the flicker on the horizon is worth reporting. The Pentagon revealed over the summer that it would soon convene a new task force to investigate the so-called unidentified aerial phenomena observed from military aircraft. Last year, it declassified three videos of such sightings. That was the, what, the Tic Tacs and then the little pyramid dealies, right? And there was one more. Yeah, Tic Tac Pyramid and... uh... I don't remember what the other one was, right? But yeah, three of them. And then didn't they place? They placed the um, was it a hundred and eighty day uh, deadline for a quote disclosure? Yeah, I don't. They did that in December, I want to say. So I think we're looking at either um, either May or June is you guys, supposed to be. Do you guys know how hard it would be to make a pyramid out of Tic Tacs? There were two it separate would take forever. There were two separate incidents. Bro. But yeah, I get you. But point. I'm just saying, can you that, imagine? Can you imagine? No, no like, I can't. If That's your a lot task of was to build a pyramid, and it had to be your only item could be Tic Tacs. I imagine it would not be fun. No, it'd be a very tedious job. Um, so apparently, Donald Trump signed something last year the uh, the 2.3 trillion dollar appropriations package. He signed last year. There was a provision for the Secretary of Defense and the director of national intelligence to collaborate on a UFO report and release it to the public, which is probably, I think that's what you were talking about, Reinhardt, that 180 day disclosure thing. Um, According to Peter Davenport, the director of the UFO reporting center known as new fork. He says it's encouraging to many of us in the field of ufology that the government is willing to confirm that they are aware of these circumstances, that they are conceding that people are reporting these events. Now, Again, this is, you know, a lot of disclosure, a lot of disclosure, a lot of uh, teasing the the disclosure. This is exactly what Bill Cooper talked about in his book, Behold a Pale Horse. 
Uh, this happens every so many years. Like they build up this um, this build up to quote disclosure that never really happens. I heard like I listened to uh, when driving back and forth on Saturday to um, to Toledo. Uh, I listened to a lot of behold some more of behold a pale horse and the alien stuff and the UFO stuff is pretty much exactly what's going on right now. Like it's the same thing. There's all kinds of secret reports and then there, there, there's the disclosure and then the president wants to release reports and he works with the national security director. It's almost the exact same script rehashed every 10 years or so. That's all full disclosure. I, I, I mean, uh, is this just military aircraft? That's what I, this is, right? I don't know. We don't know. I'm sorry. I cut out there. What, what is military aircraft or no, what, which what, are you questioning? No, what I said was the, the videos they released. The, well, yeah, the oh. videos they released, who knows what they are. They're, they're grainy, hazy, which I think is amazing. That's the best they can do with all the technology they have for, for video and stuff. Um, that this is grainy, hazy, black and white, you know, 1950s radar looking shots of, uh, I mean, little Johnny, you triangles. know better than anybody here, the, uh, the amount of technology that the U S Navy has at its disposal. Right. Oh no, no. When I was, when I was in the Navy, <laughs> the, uh, I got out in Oh five and the, uh, on board the ships that I had seen, the newest computer was maybe like for stuff that they used for, you know, for radar and sonar and that kind of stuff uh, was probably like a 486 based. Not even Oof. joking. Not even joking. Like there was still like the trackball, like the, the trackball uh, with the big clicky button thing that you could put your whole hand on type, you know, controllers for some of these things. Hmm. Uh Absolutely, the world's greatest navy built by the world's lowest bidder, which I always thought was a hilarious little thing. Anyways, yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know what those are in the videos. I know they're little, you know, things, and they they move around. They they could be, dude. As far as we know, those could be like some sort of a computer graphic, you know, and not actual video. It could be completely fake. Um, or yeah, it could be, it could be the, it, it could the, be military uh, flashing tech. pyramid thing is interesting, but it could be totally fake, right? It could be, you know, military tech. It could be, you know, the quote Tesla technology, which is just, you know, free energy tech that was hidden post 1800s reset. <laughs> yeah. Black, black Hebrews want to talk about white man appropriating their stuff. Uh, all of our all of our Indo-European stuff has been appropriated by Jews, right? So, right. Jews and controllers. That's true, man. Yeah, that's what people get mad. They're like, "Oh man, you guys are shitting on, you know, white achievement." And I'm like, "No, no, our ancestors actually built all that stuff. We're just lied to about how and when and who actually did it." You know. Our real achievements covered up right. by fake Jewish lies, you know, in Hollywood movie productions. 
Instead, it gets slavery and trans kids. Uh, Speaking of uh, trans kids, I I got <laughs> a uh, I got an androgyne agenda update. Oh Lord! Oh God! Texas bill will label parents getting sex change hormones and surgeries for their children as child abuse. Okay, I can get behind that. I the new bill in Texas seeks that. to protect children from getting sex change procedures that they may regret later in life by criminalizing parents who do so. Obtaining these treatments for children would be considered child abuse under the legislation. This is an article written by Cassandra Fairbanks. The Texas Senate Committee on State Affairs held a hearing over the bill Monday. Children are unable to give informed consent. This bill gives children a chance to get to adulthood with intact bodies. Yeah, I think that's so, a smart. I think that's a smart thing. Uh, S- Honestly, S- if you want to cut your penis off, I think you got to wait till you're 18. I think that should be. That should S- be pretty. Yeah. Six- Oh, sorry, SB 1646 would prohibit parents from administering or supplying or consenting to or assisting in the administering or supplying of puberty suppression prescription or sex hormone to a child other than an intersex child uh, for the purpose of gender transitioning or gender reassignment. The bill, if passed, will also remove children from the care of people enabling and forcing hormone treatment and sex change surgery. So this actually goes back to the uh, woman... Uh, who the the quote unquote pediatrician who went to divorce court with her husband and it and the judge sided with the mother to force the husband to pay for his son's gender transitioning treatment. I think right. his son is six years old. Right. Wasn't that not so. even her kid? Or something happened like a surrogate had to carry the kid or something in that case? Wasn't even her like biological child or something in that case uh, i distinctly I, recall well, that I, I don't know how the yeah i don't know i it's legally her son right you but know not and, biologically and or something. she won custody why well, yeah i don't i mean it was some there was something weird with that case I but guess. yeah anyways i, I remember I, I remember that story and this so this basically is along the lines of the bill that um Asa Hutchinson uh, vetoed. He couldn't in good conscience pass. Basically the same sort of thing. Now it's going to get to Hot Wheels. We'll see what Hot Wheels does with it. So uh, basically uh, parents who break the proposed law would be in violation of the state's family code, which would trigger a child protective investigation resulting in the possible removal of the child from the home, according to Perry's office. Uh, doctors who perform sex change treatments would also be accused of child abuse and would trigger a license investigation by the Texas Medical Board. The bill will characterize hormone replacement therapy and puberty blockers as child abuse. Now, so now uh, that, gets, is- that gets the state involved with your kid, no matter what, which is never a good thing. But I guess in this case, in this case, uh, it'd be getting away from parents who want to let the kid chop his penis off. Um, but still, the state's getting involved. And once you get the kid involved with this, or the state involved with the kid, it's never good. That's kind of a catch-22. Uh, I was going to say, what are they going to do with the kid after? It's a bit of a catch-22 well, well, te- right there. Texas Child Protective Services are notoriously uh, terrible. Right. So, it, it, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not very encouraged by... Okay, 
So on its face, the proposed legislation sounds like a really good idea. That's something you you have to do. Uh, mm-hmm. But there will never be a bureaucratic overhaul of the child protective services here in Texas because, as I've brought up many, 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 many times, uh, at least eighty percent, if not more, of government jobs are soft reparations. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And that is terrible. That's something that should be amazing, something that should be good, uh, is ultimately rendered, well, not. <laughs> right. Well, we would like children to be protected, and you it would almost, uh, you know, you would, you would imagine in a homogeneous, uh, high-trust society that a child protective agency would do what it's set out to do, but basically right. what happens in the state of Texas is... Uh, White children get pulled away from their families in many cases here and uh, with child protective services in Texas. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Child protective services is literally the opposite of what their name is, basically. Oh, yeah. I've had family members that have, have dealt with them and it's been uh, absolutely horrible. Yeah. Absolutely awful. I mean, yeah. I've All right. had. Those same family members ended up suing and losing, but anyways, yeah, that's you not can't, here you can't, on. you really can't fight with that. It's, it's a terrible. Protecting system. children is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in their name, but no, you would think, you would think that, but no. All right, so more spoopy stuff. Um, we got what do we got? We got that's not really spoopy. All right, let's do the let's do the German stuff. Um. German researchers create, then erase false memories in people's minds. Literal fucking gaslighting. Yes. Uh, They proved just how easy it is to gaslight somebody. And apparently they they said it was pretty easy to get people to um, forget those false memories. Because basically what they did is repetition. It's gaslighting, as we all see every single day. Um. Uh, they would have false memories repeated to them, like a story of something that happened in their childhood or something that happened a few years back. They would have their family members, their parents, all play along and try and convince them that it happened. Um, so they were all in on the entire thing, right? You know, playing with the charade. And that makes it easier, though. Like if ever, if like if I came home and my entire family right. told me something, and everybody had the same story but me. It wouldn't take very long to be like, okay, I guess I'm wrong. You know? Right. And put that on a large scale with peer pressure. Right. Uh, you know how people feel when they're left out of the loop of a story or something like that. People are just going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And if they hear it enough, too, they're going to start believing it themselves. So this isn't like a brain implant or uh, some sort of like, you know, they attach like some sort of nodes to you and like, you know, do the implant via some sort of machine. No, this is like just by the process of repetition. This is simply using the human mind against itself, mm-hmm. which again is what they do every single day. <laughs> oh, like it's a- I'm I'm sorry. There's an update. Remember, we sent Jack out to get those ages. Mike Myers is 57. Dana Carvey is 65. I told you. I told you he was in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah. He was in his forties, dude. He was in his forties. But I, 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 when I was in high school, 
Well, I nailed Mike Myers being in his mid-50s. I didn't think that Dana Carvey was in his mid-60s. But yeah, all right. Okay. I mean, you're not. Nick has been around. Dude, a while. you're not. You're, you're, you know, you've been wrong before. Kind of like with the uh, the the um, Ayante Dagger guy. Um, you were wrong. That was, those were two separate Wait, guys. Which guy? The guy from uh, last week on the show when you said that the uh, the guy from the Golden Child and the guy from the uh, uh, what was the other movie? It's not the same guy? No, no. It is not. Hold on a second. I have a, I have a thing here with both of their names. Yes. So the guy from The Golden Child is Charles Dance, and he did Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, the other guy, Bill Nighy, who did Underworld, and he was Davy Jones. Yeah, those are in not Pirates the same actors. Those are not even close to the same guys. Yeah, the guy who, Charles Dance, yeah. was the guy not from The Golden Child. That was the, uh, yes, he was the um, Sardar Numsfa, Brother Numsi. And then the other guy was uh, a completely other person. So, yeah. It's all right. Hmm. It's all right. Hmm. Yep. Both great actors. Both, yeah, both good yeah. actors. You know, both. Thanks for um, thanks for ombudsing me, you know, like a, a week later on that. I appreciate it. Well, I, I, you know. Yeah. It's all right. You'll would, be all right. You'll bounce back. Uh-huh. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Your, feel, your feelings are fine. Um, all right. Because these are facts. Right. <laughs> Which do not care about <laughs> They your don't feelings. care about your feelings. So the thing about these uh, these implanted memories, so they used this sort of thing, um, I guess, I, I, I guess it's some sort of research pro- project, but like, how long have they been doing this and and are they still doing it? And like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of scary that they're telling us that they're, that they've been doing I this. I guarantee stuff. you they've been doing it for. What were you saying? No, I was saying like, how long have they been doing it and to whom? And like, you know what I mean? Uh, well, how long has the news media been around for? <laughs> right. Forever. <laughs> In the world. Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm only half joking there because honestly, this is what they do to us every single day. This is what they do to us in the news and entertainment. All of it. They gaslight. They lie, and they repeat those lies day after day after day. And eventually, the peer pressure sets in. Uh, nobody wants to be embarrassed. Nobody wants to feel left out. Nobody wants to feel like the one who's not, uh, who's not part of the crusade. Um, you know, they don't want to be the evil racist, or they don't want to be the not smart person. Uh, so they just go along with it, and eventually they start to actually believe it. I mean, and you know the power of belief and how people can do terrible things, oh, even absolutely. when they believe something that's totally ridiculous. Right. You know, like that Black Lives Matter. Ooh. I'm sorry, was that out loud? Um, almost like Almost like niggers are getting gaslighted. Or Dude, they are like, well, every single day. They do. They get gaslit every single day. They've been gaslit by the Jews for for decades and decades and decades. That, that the white man is the the source of all their problems. <laughs> we gaslighting all the niggas out here, right? <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. They gaslighting everybody out here. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's true. Oh God. So. 
Yeah, but man, that this sounds like, you know, just a little bit of MK Ultra. Except this time your parents are helping. Like what the fuck? That's the part yeah, that really got me is like, yeah, with with help from their, you know, their family members, you know, to to help reinforce these false memories. Uh Okay. Cuz that's not sinister or anything. That's great to know that, you know, you got the parents in on it. Mm. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that at all. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. <laughs> oh man. Um so everything kind of comes back to COVID this week, man, other than the other than the fake shootings. You know, and the Chauvin thing. There hasn't been much in the way uh there wasn't much in the way of outer space news this week, just that that one UF, UFO Not a whole piece. lot, but uh, is it just me, or has Flat Earth been like our like a main topic of conversa- conversation recently in our chats? Oh, absolutely huge, huge. People are big mad. There are people who are like, I don't fucking believe that TRS is pushing Flat Earth. I'm like, first of all, we're the paranormies. Niggas are super mad. Right. Second, <laughs> again, have you never heard the first line to None of This Matters? It's flat earth like, this is people have been we've been talking about this in our circles for years 2015 folks okay six years ago people were looking at this stuff and it just gets more and more easily provable you know it's if you're doing these experiments uh if you can come up with you know 200 proofs that the earth is a spinning ball we'll talk about them but until then, there's only 200 proofs that the if Earth you can is come a up flat with proofs, plane. If you can come up with proofs that don't include saying it's common knowledge or just talk to this person and they'll tell you, then uh, I will give you something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll volunteer Dogbot to draw you something. But that's the <laughs> only... Those are the you, only can't you can't volunteer Dogbot to draw something. You can't do that. You're, you're going to have to... <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. I'm busy enough as it is. Yeah, uh, you can't just volunteer. Uh, I just got sent something, and I'm a little blown away by this. Ooh. I just posted it in the chat. What is this? Can somebody tell me if Gavin McInnes is married to a woman? Because uh, I don't think that's a woman. I mean, it's a big, she's got a bigger face than he does. Mm-hmm. I don't, her hands. Good Lord. Your Honor, Your some Honor, pre- that's there's a nigga. Pre- there's some pretty big mitts on that one, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you took, oh, what was the Indian guy's name from Predator? Like Billy? Something, right? That's like his... Well, just Billy. Yeah, yeah. Bi- that, yeah. and put like longer hair and makeup on him. Right? <laughs> that's, that's you know... that's Yeah, that's the dude from The Predator. I don't know. That's a guy. That's a guy. Um, speaking of which, speaking of which somebody, somebody sent Sven a meme. Uh, and it's the, it's the guy asking, uh, which episode of The Paranormies... Does it end up where they talk about all women are trannies and the angel comes down and hands him the note and he opens it up and it says all of them. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I like the jar that says, uh, I, I like the jar full of change that says, uh, uh, what, pay for every time the Paranormies are right? The Paranormies were right, Jar. Uh, yeah, it's the oh, jar. yeah. I uh. saw I saw that on Twitter. Originally, it was the, uh, the Alex Jones was right jar. And I was like, ah, no, we deserve that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I don't really give give two shits about clout. I don't even know what the hell clout is. Clout isn't even real. But uh, I guess, I mean, I guess we should have some sort of wallet for our clout coin because we just continue to be right about things. <laughs> I don't know. And we don't do things because, I don't know, because we're because they're fun. We don't do things for clout. I mean, we enjoy... I don't know what were we talking about on the phone earlier, Johnny. It's like we enjoy being right to a certain extent, sure. Well, but nobody likes being wrong. At the because, same time, we because, just care about putting this stuff out there, right? Because well, nobody yeah. likes nobody likes being wrong. Absolutely, like you know, nobody goes gets up. You know what? I'm going to get up and go be wrong today. Nobody thinks. Nobody gets up and thinks that. Right. But I don't go out of my way to be like, you know, trying to be right about this stuff because. I think it's funny or whatever. I don't think any of this stuff is funny. I don't think the androgyne agenda is funny. I don't think white replacement is funny. I don't think white genocide is funny. I don't think any of this stuff is funny. But, you know, the COVID stuff is not funny. But we just have to be right about it all. No, it's not. (laughs) But guess what? It's true. Yeah, it's true. Whether you like it or not. All right. Well, I think I think we got enough. That is a nigga. Holy shit, that is a dude. <laughs> I that know, is, right? Like, zooming in like, on it, like you know, his he head. Talked about her for years, and bro, uh, I, I I keep tapping over to something else to look at something else on my computer, but I keep coming back to that, just like ah, that's that's a dude. That's a guy. <laughs> that's everything about it is that's male. Yeah, that's masculine. Uh, we forgot one. There's a, a, a UFO thing. One last UFO thing real quick. Jack posted it. If this thing would just open up on my computer. The Pentagon confirms pictures of UFOs over warships are real and were taken by the Navy. So the photos were said to have been leaked from an official investigation into unidentified flying objects, which was readying evidence for Congress due in June. Now, I, I don't really particularly like when they're like oh these are leaked photos stop it stop it none of this stuff is leaked accidentally or you know what i mean there's no so i mean nobody breached none security of this leaked. yeah none of this shit is leaked yeah uh, we don't see things that aren't al- that we aren't allowed to see ultimately right Okay, this is the pyramid-shaped um, object one. Okay, and the others. One image shows a pyramid-shaped object, and the others have been listed as unknown. Um, in a statement, the Pentagon spokesman reportedly said, I can confirm that the referenced photos and videos were taken by Navy personnel. That's pretty vague. Yeah. So the Navy, the Navy is confirming, you know, this this little triangular blurb in the middle of this green screen is in fact an unidentified flying object. So like we was aliens and shit? No, I don't know, dude. I mean, it just it's looks not like, like the military has ever lied to anybody. 
Right. And it doesn't, you know, and it's not just like that doesn't look like a cursor, you know, on an old <laughs> 70s computer screen. But I don't know. So this is John Ratcliffe, who served as the director of national intelligence under Donald Trump. He made the claim um, ahead of the release of an X-Files report into unidentified aerial phenomena. He claimed there were numerous sightings all over the world that the military uh, chiefs had been unable to explain. So there's, there's supposed to be some sort of Pentagon report released in June. That's the, the deadline. We'll see what okay, happens. Okay, so it June. is June. Yeah, it's June. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, that's enough of that. Well, that's the end of the uh, the news for this week, folks. Um, we are all over Telegram. Paranormies can be found at t.me slash present. And all you guys have your channels, so go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. Chupacabra kennel. T.me slash chupacabra underscore kennel. Get inside the kennel. Rants. Jokes. Memes. Pictures. Miscellaneous debris. Jack? Yeah, so you can find me at Jack's Internal Shitposts, as well as my new one that I made. And only because I remembered people asked for way back earlier on for Brad's creepy pastas all into kind of one channel, if you will, before Telegram. So I decided to get ahead of the curve before I recorded too many. So you can find that channel at t.me slash necronormicon. And I'm just solely going to upload all of my necronormicon recordings. All right. And then Ryan Hart. Uh, Yeah, you can find me at... uh t.me slash nephilim hour uh it's reinhardt's eight mountain post about uh esoteric hidden history biblical history we have great conversations if you can find the attached chat room uh please don't be a spurgy douche please yeah for a romanian don't yeah definitely don't do that yeah don't be a spurgy douche in our chat either because we don't like that and you will get banned you know we're you're more than you guys you're more than welcome to come on and, you know, come in the chat and talk and have a good time and, you know, mingle and make friends and have discussions. Don't be an asshole. You know, nobody likes that. All right. We're going to get out of here. Oh, DB, were you going to say something real quick? Can I share? Uh, I wanted to share this earlier, but can I share the most oblivious neocon propaganda tweet that I've seen in forever? I mean, you kind of uh, have to Max now. Boot. Oh God! That dirty, dirty Zionist. Uh, he said when when Joe Biden, I guess, announced that he's pulling out of Afghanistan on the 11th of September, which I doubt that's going to happen because uh, you know the alphabets need their opium crops. But uh, he says the U.S. is abandoning all the girls going to school, all the women in the workforce, all the brave soldiers fighting the Taliban, all the young entrepreneurs starting businesses. All the government officials trying to build a fragile democracy. We've been there 20 years. 20 plus years. We've been there yeah. 20 plus years. It's yeah. time to go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Max Boot. Get in the oven. Fucking filthy Wait, cake. 20. Weren't we there in the 80s, too? Yeah. The Russians well, no, were there the in the Soviets 80s. The Soviets were. The Soviets were, yeah. Uh, that wasn't us. Tweet, 
literally tweets from 2001, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm like businesses, who the fuck's starting businesses in Afghanistan that don't have anything to do with opium or goats? Entrepreneurs with fezes. Okay. Maybe so, they're maybe they're maybe rugs. Maybe they're selling rugs. Sex traffickers. That, uh, all right, all right, all right. These are two legitimate things. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Rug merchants and sex traffickers. <laughs> they can if play. We have any they could play soccer there again, guys. Don't you guys want them to play soccer? Yeah, I really miss seeing Afghanistan in the last friggin' World Cup. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. All right, we're gonna God. get out of here. This is I'm, I'm, we're done. That's it. No more Afghanistan talk. All right, <laughs> it's Afghanistan animation. Never mind. All right, love you too, bro. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, for everybody else on the show, I'm Johnny, and we'll see y'all later. Top travel makes you gay. Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading from The Burning Souls by Leon DeGrell. Which moment will be our end? Death passes unresponsive, and his hands strangle hearts at random. The machine gun fires, it whizzes, it cracks, or it pierces, with its deadly fingers, a young man's body. What to do, if not to have a pure heart? A quiet regard to the timely sacrifice made freely. If it comes, our eyelashes will never quiver, and we will leave with a faint, sad smile of the tender memories that surround our last seconds. If we come back, even though the warmth of life will have made us forget this icy breath, our hearts will forever have the composure of a life that has not trembled before death. May fate always find us strong and worthy. You still have to love happiness, as you love the song of the wind, however fleeting it may be. As you love the colors of the evening, even though you know they are going to die. For the great winds are reborn and sing again, and every day the colors return to the blazing axis of the risen sun. It is not up to us to keep the winds from dying, or to prevent the sun from fading, but to draw strength from them while they yet live. Joy is the fire of indomitable hearts, and no reversal can extinguish or stifle its burning colors. When you see the waves retreating from the sands, returning to the dark depths of the sea. Think of the great outpouring that will return a few hours later, white shimmering in the sun, bold and strong, as if the waves were the vanguard of an assault on the world itself. To be happy is to be unselfish. Happiness is just that, giving all of oneself. There are so many mediocre things on earth, low or ugly, that one day we would be overwhelmed by them if we did not carry within ourselves the fire which burns away ugliness, which consumes it and purifies it. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all enjoyed. If you have any submissions that you want me to read, send them to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.